Hi, and welcome to DaVita Leadership Insights, a weekly podcast for DaVita teammates who want to become a better leader, both personally and professionally. I'm Grace Berman, a senior director with DaVita University. And I'm Doug Miller, a master coach and DaVita University faculty member. Today, we get to chat with the legendary Yoda, senior vice president of wisdom. Wait, wait a second. It's, it's 2019. Aren't you retired by now, Yoda? <laughs> yeah, well... um, you know, I retired in 2006, and then I came back in 2009 because it didn't take, and then I retired again in 2018, and here I am again. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so so we we recorded this podcast back in, in December, and now I am uh, lying out on a beach in Tahiti or Ooh. something. I wish. <laughs> I wish. But yeah, we recorded this uh, some time ago, so uh, I'm like the ghost of Davida Past coming back here. Awesome. Well, we're glad to have at least the ghost of Yoda here. So thanks so much for being on the show. And we can get this in at least recorded before you officially started your well-earned retirement. So I couldn't think of a better person to interview on this topic of how to lead the DaVita way than you, Yoda. So before we get into the how of leading the DaVita way, let's start with the what. Please enlighten us. What is the DaVita way? So, Grace, you're right. If somebody's going to lead the DaVita way, it's got to be alive inside of them, uh, and that's important. See, I see the DaVita way as not some definition or something that somebody uh, talked about one time or another. The DaVita way is actually the the spirit, that that which animates the organization itself. It's like if you take the, the combined spirits of why people are really here and what's inside of them and what they really want to be doing with your life and you bottle all that up in one place that's the DaVita way so so if you if you're a nurse or a physician you probably got into this not because you wanted to earn an income well that's part of it but because you had a fire in your belly <laughs> yeah. about really working with people and that sort of thing and you know even if you're on team atlas and you're accounting part the, most of those people talk about sometime or another it's like their contribution to healthcare and so they're thinking about the patients so that passion thinking. that energy is yeah, what you energy. would call i, I, I love yeah. the energy idea because it, i mean my name is yoda so from time to time <laughs> i use some star Wars uh, metaphors and in Star Wars, they talk about this thing called the Force. Now, so even if you're not a Star Wars fan, you've probably heard of the Force. And in the very first Star Wars movie, Luke Skywalker, the young guy, asks Obi-Wan Kenobi, the old sage guy, what is the Force anyway? And Obi-Wan Kenobi says this. He says, the Force is what gives a Jedi his power. It's an energy field created by all living things. It surrounds us and penetrates us. It binds the galaxy together. And I see the DaVita Way as sort of the same thing. And I could take those words and I could say, the DaVita Way is what gives DaVita its power. It's an energy field created by all DaVita teammates. It surrounds us, it penetrates, and it's what binds the village together. So the DaVita Way is really all the people. That sounds awesome. And I, you know, for me in, in the back of my head, I'm hearing the spirit of DaVita. But what I love about DaVita, different than a lot of other organizations, is that we've actually sat down and put pen to paper to articulate exactly what this means. Because I love what you just said, but put it in practical, tactical language for us in, in, in what, what is the true definition of the DaVita way? Yeah. Thanks, Doug. Yeah. The, the DaVita way means that we dedicate our heads, hearts, and hands 
to pursue the mission, live the values, and build a healthy village. And it means that we care for each other with the same intensity with which we care for our teammates. So if you break it down into just a couple images, heads, hearts, hands, okay? Commitment, passion, you actually do it, okay? Mission, values, village, and then that caring piece, this, the second part of yeah. it. Passionate caring for teammates, fellow teammates, as well as patients. That's, that's the definition of the DeVita way. You gotta believe in it yourself. Um, so, so the question you got to, if you're a new leader, you got to say, all right, what, what parts can I believe? What parts don't I? And if you've been a leader for a while, um, again, I've been around here for 20 years and I still ask myself a lot, do, do I embrace this? Do I really embrace it? One of the things, you know, every time there's a bridge around, I cross that bridge and I consciously think this is why I'm here. I, I'm here and I, I quickly, I mean, it's only a five second thing about why am I here? What is it that I'm doing? You know, if you don't believe, here's the problem as a leader, if you really don't believe it and you're pretending you believe, teammates pick up on that really quick. And, you know, and if they say you're, you're phony with this, you're, you're just play acting with this, pretty soon they're not gonna listen to you about most anything. And I, I've seen, I've seen some of our executives, high-level executives, who finally had to be asked to leave wow. because we heard over and over from the teammates that he, he's phony. You know, he doesn't mm. believe this. Yeah, we have we have good sniffers for fakeness, don't we? As human beings, we can tell when someone's faking it. You bet. You bet. So, so what do you think? You know, what do you think is important to do then? If because because I love this also when I joined the vi village, one of the things that I loved is a direct acknowledgement that the DeVita way isn't necessarily alive everywhere, but that we're not done yet. So, you know, we, we hear from time to time teammates say that they love the village and they love the DeVita way, but their boss or their leader isn't necessarily doing it. Um, so what, what would you suggest that they do when they're in those situations? Yeah, I, I, I love it. You know, we, we had, uh, Doug, you actually taught the culture of safety one time. You remember the thing from Johns Hopkins University? Yeah. And, and the, the byline with the culture of safety is see it, say it. Right. So if you see somebody not behaving properly, right. you, you're obliged to, mm. to talk about it. It's, it's got to be the same thing with this. Now, this, this one takes some courage because if you're my boss and I see you being naughty as far as the DeVita way and not, not living up to us, it takes some courage for me to, to walk up to you and say, hey, Doug, um, you know, you're not, you're not living up to some things that you say uh, you do. Um, it, it, maybe, maybe that's too hard right, for some right. people, and I accept that, that, that everybody can't do that. But if you can, you're going to be doing the best thing you can for your boss by, by actually pointing out. Because you know me, in, in the end, I believe everybody has the best intentions. And nobody is in, uh, intentionally not living the DeVita way. Um, and some people just need to be corrected. So if you can help them, you might be doing them the best service that you can. Yeah. And I'll, I'll just reference really quickly, if you're looking for support around how to have that conversation, then um, if you're a DaVita teammate, you know, log into Star Learning and look at our tough conversation 
um, uh, materials that we have out there or pull that back from when you attended Academy or something like that. It's a really great roadmap for how to have that conversation and keep, keep the conversation on track. Yeah, that's a great suggestion. And I would also add to that, that, you know, episode seven where that we recorded with Mary Beth Summer, she gave a lot of great tips on how to give effective feedback. So if yep. you're trying to give, you know, maybe it's not like a really huge, tough conversation, but if it's just, you know, you need to give your, your boss some feedback and say, hey, you know, you said this, but then you did this. And so for me, the story I'm telling is uh, you don't really believe it. And right. so can you help me understand, right? And maybe they never heard that feedback before and they really need it. And so I like how Yoda, you were saying in order to help your boss lead the David away, you're leading the David away by intensely caring for your boss, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. By giving him or her that feedback. And, and that's a very important part that, that you have to, you have to do it with the best intentions since right. you're actually doing it because you care for this, your boss and yep. you want them to succeed. And then in the end, we have the other case, and it's anybody who's ever been to Academy and heard me speak, I put up that pyramid of how the organization's actually structured. Right. And I know Dave's doing my part of the Academy now, my part of the Academy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it is your part, claim it. And he still uses those same slides, and he reminds us that, that it's an expectation, not an option. It's an expectation in our organization that if you do talk to your boss and they're just not getting it in their resistance, that, that you should talk to your boss's boss about it you should move up up the pyramid because you the only way that your boss's boss is going to know that 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 your boss is having challenges if they hear it from somebody else sometimes i hate to say that one's necessary and if somebody comes to me and says hey you know my boss isn't doing it the first question i ask is have you talked to your boss about it yep okay yeah. honestly and openly about it yep yeah, and Yoda, it seems as you're talking about the Davida way that it just comes so easily to you. And and I've seen uh, Kent, our CEO of Davida, do this so easily as well. How would you coach those leaders who say, this doesn't really come naturally for me? I'm not Yoda. I'm not Kent. How do I do this and still be authentic? Yeah, this is, uh, I mean, it's true for almost all new leaders that come here for, in fact, for a lot of teammates uh, as well. Uh, the first thing I would say is you got to be patient with yourself. You, you know, don't expect that, you know, after three days, you, you're going to cross the bridge and embrace everything. When I talk about commitment, I say commitment is an act of the will. It's not some passionate thing that you just jump into. It's something you watch for a while, say, do I really want to be part of this? Or can I really deep down commit to this? It, it's one of the reasons that we have head, heart, and hands in that order because if you just start with your heart on everything, uh, your commitment is, may not be solid. You know, mm. it's an act of the will. Okay, so but so be patient with yourself to do it. But uh, then then I, I'd say look at all the parts of the Davida way and different things that we want you to do, and 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 try some of them on and see which one fit you the best. Yeah. Don't don't say okay, I'm going to embrace these 25 things right away. Pick a couple. Pick a couple of things that 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 seem a little bit more comfortable for you, but also things that might take you a little bit out of your comfort zone. So don't just pick things that come natural. You're just going to do those anyway. Pick some things that are going to take you a little bit. Now, now not that's going to take you 100% out of your comfort zone, because that, that doesn't work either. Think about walking 
5% or 10% out of your comfort zone and try some of those things uh, on. You know, Grace, you, you had a, a great example the other day that, that you, know, you come from an from a Eastern culture and hugging is just not something that you do. Oh, yeah. No, we, we, there was no hugging going on really in the family <laughs> <Yeah>. before. It wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't until probably college where I, I, people were hugging. And I was, what, what is this hugging business? Yeah. But, but then you said you watched Kent at, at the party and you saw him hugging every single teammate that came in and you he went, did. wow. Wow, what a what a way to connect! What yeah. a way to connect! And I don't know. Now, if that's one that takes you a hundred percent out of your comfort zone, you, you probably can't start with that one, and maybe you can never do that one. Um, so, so you got to pick something that that works somewhat with you. Makes you a little uncomfortable, but but not not devastating because because yeah. then it becomes a negative right. for you. It'll you actually it. negatively reinforce doing it. Yeah. And I I think uh, Yoda, when we were talking about this earlier, you had said it's really about the intent, right? So, so as long as your intent is in the right place with, hey, I'm trying this new, it's 10% out of my comfort zone, and maybe you're uh, transparent about it as well so people know it's not going to come off as, as, you know, you're being inauthentic. Yeah, for many of us, one of the places that, that, that we focus on is, is showing our heart, you know, yep. Get, getting to our heart and letting other people see our heart by things we're saying mm-hmm. or things we're doing, mm-hmm. Okay. Um, you know, leading, leading has two important components. If, if, if we want people leading means people follow us, obviously. And if we want people to follow us, two things are necessary. One is they have to have an idea of where we're taking them because they, they have to make a judgment about that. But the most important thing is they want to know who we are and not who we are. Um, senior vice president, who, who we are, what's inside of my skin. What do I think about? What do I believe? What do I feel? And those sorts of things. And, and that's a, a lot of the behaviors of the DeVita way is let them see us, who we really are. Yeah, becoming transparent and, and really sharing a little bit of yourself. You know, it's, it's interesting because I think sometimes our leaders are faced with really tough decisions where they feel they have to choose between caring for that teammate or making the best dis, uh, business decision. Um, I know that that I face that sometimes in in leading the teams I've led. How do you how do you coach leaders to reconcile that moment and that that polarity? Yeah. So so Doug, it's it, it's about intention again. It's, yeah. It's truly about intention, and it's about that second um, sentence in the Davida way. We care for each other with the same intention as we care for our patients. Now, for me, I, I'm I'm going to say something that's a little risky here. For for me, it's about love. Okay. Mm. And, yeah. you know, some people laugh at me when I get up there and say, you know, you got to love each other. And you're not going to see many senior executives in Fortune 500 companies saying, you got to love it. For me, that's what it is. But, but I, you don't have to do that. But you have to say, I care. Right. With intensity. Okay. Yep. If that's where you're coming from, when you have to correct or discipline a teammate, that you're caring for them as a human being with intensity, you're going to do it right. Okay. I, I, I remember many years ago, this is even before DeVita, uh, I, I was uh, working with a different organization and I had to fire somebody. And, mm. um, and, it's always and tough. it was tough. Yeah. And this yeah, is somebody that I actually liked. You know? Right, right. And uh, in my, you know, my, my discussion with them on their last day was probably 15, 20 minutes. Here's why, and, you know, and that sort of thing. And, uh, and, and this guy was pretty upset. Yeah, when he left, and so was I. 
Uh, um, yeah. You know, I've, I felt, I mean, he wasn't doing the job and he, he wasn't capable of doing the job, I thought, in the end. So, so he left. And, and, I, and I struggled with that for some time. But six months later, I got a letter from the guy. Wow. Thanking me. Whoa. <laughs> that doesn't happen. Thanking Whoa. me <laughs> for that 15-minute conversation. Really? Um, and, and it was about, I, I don't even remember what the conversation was, but, but he said that I set him on the road for what he was doing now in his life. And it was one of the most important things that ever happened in his life was not only that I, I had him leave the organization, it, sometimes we have to have somebody leave so that they can pursue something that fits with their life better. Yep. yep. <laughs> you know, and, and in fact, that's what happened with this guy. But I also gave some coaching on, on behavior and discipline and some things like that. So, you, you know, if you go into it the, with the right intention, it's, you know, it's part of that difficult conversation thing is yep. having the right intention. Does it always work that way? No unfortunately but but you know if we go in with pure intentions and we go in really caring for the person I think it works. Yeah. And you gave a great story about how you are able to hold someone accountable for performance, right? He wasn't performing. It wasn't good for um, the organization. It wasn't good for that person. It wasn't good for you. And all around, it just wasn't the best thing for anyone. And so showing that that intensely caring for your teammates, living the DeVita way does not mean you just give everybody a free pass and and don't hold them accountable and, and just, you know, be very, you know, let them be very indulgent with what they choose to do with their actions or behaviors, but that in order to live the DeVita way, you, you have to, you know, you, you have to do these things that actually are coming from a place of, of care that may not, may not, may not seem to that person at the time that that's where you're you know, where you ultimately are. Yeah. For me, it's all about, you know, um, we are still a high performance culture, even though we're intensely caring for each other. And what I love and what keeps part of what keeps me here is that is that intensity is all aimed at taking better care of those patients and providing clinical results that are going to make a difference and get them to be able to experience another graduation with a grandchild, another day with a loved one or something like that. So, you know, for me, it's all that intensity is all aimed at that. And how can I do that while intensely caring for you? Which, which I think leads us to another question of what are some really practical, tactical ways in which our leaders can lead the DeVito way on their teams, Yoda? Yeah. Um, I think this is going to be the last thing that we talk about. So, so it starts with intentionality and consistency. So hmm. you, you got to, there, you know, I'm, I'm going to give you a laundry list, first of all. So some things you do is you, you need, as a leader, you need to talk about the DeVita way or some part of the DeVita way every time you're with teammates. So, so they understand that it's important. Um, you you got to make sure your direct reports know how, how important you consider it. So it's got to be like on your dashboard. It's got to be part of your operating reviews. Um, it, it's, you know, so, so what are your staffing numbers? They got to be on your operating reviews. Okay. But the DeVita way, it's got to be on your operating mm, reviews yeah. too. Um, you got to bring it up in homeroom meetings that you attend uh, uh, more often than not. Give awards, you know, recognize the people. Re- remember, village produces most what it honors most. Yep. Okay. Absolutely. So we do those things. Um, you got to have a handful of quotes that you use. Uh, you know, people sometimes laugh at us because we repeat things over and over and over, but that's the way it drills into people's minds. So, you know, this is not a dress rehearsal, this is our life. You know, begin with the end in mind, those sorts of things. Use some calls and responses. Make sure that your workspace, whatever it is, looks like it's a DeVita workspace. Um, f- maybe physically cross the bridge from time to time to remind yourself. In the end, though, for me, um, 
all this means is you got to live it. Yeah. You got to live it. Um, you know, there, uh, I, I've said before in Academy, sometimes fake it till you make it. It's one of the things my, my wife taught our kids. You know, if you're having a problem <laughs> with something in school, pretend you're doing well at it. Oh, and, and pretty yeah. soon you, you convince your mind and your body that, that you do well with it. It's, you know, believing in something. Uh, I, I found a really cool quote from, from C.S. Lewis. Oh, wow. That says, uh, all mortals tend to turn into the thing that they're pretending to be. Uh, now, I'm not talking about really faking it in a negative way. I'm mm-hmm. talking about behaving a certain way. You know, even if your your beliefs aren't quite there, keep doing it, keep doing it, and keep doing it, and pretty soon you convince your mind, your body, your soul that that this is is the case. Yeah, and it almost sounds to me like you're saying that this is the Davida way and leading the Davida way is really a skill that you build. It's not some kind of natural ability that you're either born with and you're you're done if you don't have it. Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to give you a, a very specific example in a second, but here's a very important thing that that we have to be careful that we don't do. When when I talk about skill, it, it gets to my head a little bit too much. Remember the Davida way is not a tactic. Mm, okay. Right, right. Davida Way isn't a checklist. Some tool that you use to get people to do things. If you consider it to be a tactic, primarily, you will fail. Okay. You got to understand what we started out with. The Davida Way is the soul of the organization. And if you treat the soul like it's a tactic, you're, you're not only going to fail, you're going to alienate people. Wow. Uh, by doing that. Well, I have, an, I have a little bit of an awkward question for you then, because we close all of our podcasts by asking our, um, our guest to articulate and suggest a tip, which oftentimes is a very behavioral tactic, um, to, to put this into practice. So I, I'm going to ask you that a little bit, knowing that, <laughs> that you need to believe in it before you go do the tip. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. So what would, that, what, would you, what would you ask our, our leaders and, and teammates out there to go do? Yeah, so here's the key thing. I, that's a great, a great thing because it is going to be a tactic for you as a listener, okay? But the tactic f- for me is it's a way to constantly remind me what I believe. Okay. So it's something I do to remind me of what I really believe and remind me of how I want to articulate myself oh, to everybody yeah. around it's a different way to okay? think about it. So, so, so for me, Basically, anybody who's heard me at Academy or other places, at one point, I'm always going to yell out, what do you do for a living? I and give been, life. Yeah, there you go. I give <laughs> Sorry, life. Sorry, it was automatic. You know? <laughs> He's and, programmed. <laughs> and, and here's, that, that's the key thing. If, if you want to be a great leader that embraces the Vita way, you got to figure out a thing. And I hate to say the one thing, because that's an Academy thing, but, but a thing that's going to kind of become like your trademark or your thing that when people see you, they connect with that. But more importantly, when you do it yourself, it, it drives you down to your heart and say, this is why I'm here. So this your is thing is, um, you know, what do you do for a living? I give life. Okay. And I believe what? that honestly, Doug, that, that that's what I did my entire career at DeVita is I gave life to people around me. And I don't mean just like I made patients live longer. I mean, I, I made Doug walk out of this podcast interview a little bit of a happier guy. I, I, I and I did that. Yeah. Yeah. With, with great Absolutely. That they walked I out know smiling in or, they, or they just <laughs> felt sure. better about life in general when, you know, something like that. You know, Kent, I, when I think about Kent, what I think about is 
he hugs. You know, mm. I've heard him talk about why he does it. It's something his mom taught him when he was a little kid. And he thought it was really stupid when his mom taught him when he was a teenager. But now he'll tell you he thinks it's the most one of the most important things he ever learned in his whole life. Beautiful. Okay, to touch. Joe Mello, okay, one for all, all for one. He believes that to the depth of his soul. He really believes. So, so every leader's got to find something that connects their heart and then they express it. Okay, that's my tip. Excellent. Yeah, and I think it's a great way to think about how I always thought it was whatever you're saying, you know, we give life for all for one. It's more for the teammates. But the way you described it, it really is both. Like it really needs to connect and, and help you live it too. So thank you for that that great tip. I'm excited to to sit down and really think about what mine's gonna be. So um so we are at the end of time, Yoda, even though we we would love to to keep going here. And I just wanna say thank you and express my gratitude for all of the service that you gave to this village and all of the wisdom that you gave to the village. And I just wanted to share this one um, comment from a teammate who attended your last academy. So this teammate wrote, Yoda, I am so grateful to have been a part of your time here at DeVita. Meeting you and listening to your stories opened my eyes tremendously. I will take what I learned and I will make a difference for myself and Davida. And that is what I plan to do, Yoda, is I plan to make a difference for myself and Davida. And I hope that is what our listeners will do as well. Thank you, you guys. That's, that's a great way to end in that knowing that one person said that uh, makes 20 years worthwhile. Beautiful. Thank you, Yoda. Okay. Thanks, Yoda. Love you guys. Love, Love you, you too. too. Oh, that chat with Yoda just warmed my soul, Doug. Yeah, it was awesome. And, you know, he mentioned the bridge a couple of times. So I just wanted to define what that is for our listeners. The bridge is a symbol inside of our DeVita culture that represents the commitment to making this a special place. I think, thank you for sharing that, Doug, because it is so important to what Yoda was talking about, that you need to cross that bridge first and really truly commit and truly believe in order for you to start leading the Davida way. And he covered so many ways that we can do that. Once yep. we've crossed that bridge, we can work on on practicing um, how we lead the Davida way. And his one tip at the end, I really enjoyed, and it's to pick the one thing for yourself. Pick that thing that's gonna help you tap into the Davida way and express it to others. I'm really excited to hear what yours is going to be, Grace. Oh, I'm excited to find out myself. Yeah, awesome. So um, it's my turn to follow up on what I tried from the last episode on bringing mindfulness into your leadership with Rob and Stephanie. They suggested that when you find yourself being mindless, that you take a short walk or gaze into the distance. And this is a this is an, a really, quite honestly, an easy one for me to apply. Um, I'm really mindful at, at lunchtime to take a break and to find some place to eat where I can look out at a Vista. Um, I'm pretty lucky that I work in the building here in, in Denver that has a, a cafeteria on the 14th floor. So I get to look out at the beautiful Rocky Mountains. Yeah, but, um, you know, you and can, it's so beautiful. And so many people in this building even don't take advantage of that. And I see a lot of right? people going back to their desks with yeah. their food. Yeah. And so where, wherever you are, I love that tip uh, or the love the way that you applied that tip, because I think a lot of people do sit at their desks and eat lunch, which is something I used to do every day. I admit, but that sounds way better. <laughs> you should join me, Grace. I will. 
Yeah, Thanks we can have lunch the on the 14th floor. And we'll just sit on the same side of the table and stare off yes. into the mountains. And people wonder what we're doing. I can't wait to do it. Unless they heard this podcast. <laughs> well, way to go, Doug. And for our listeners, we would love to hear your stories and tips as well. So please check out our show notes and click on the listener mail link and find out more about submitting your stories and tips in writing or through a voice message. And if you enjoyed these podcasts, please also rate us on iTunes or click on the survey link in our show notes so that we know how we're doing. See you next week. One for all. All for one.